All right, so in this episode of the podcast, we're hearing a success story of Daniela and how she got her full-time job at Microsoft after almost a year of graduating. In her story, she's gonna share how she went from graduating in fall of 2019 and how the pandemic made it very hard for her to get a job and how when she joined the mentoring program, she shifted the way she did things, she gained clarity, she narrowed down her list of companies and started building genuine relationships would let her to get to get to multiple final interviews at Microsoft and getting her full time job. Look, make sure you check out this whole story because Daniela's story is extremely relevant to you if you're graduating this semester. Um, and if I can help you in any way, let's set up a call because I would love to help. Now, enjoy the rest of the episode. You're listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast, the show for first-generation and minority college students. Each episode will feature topics such as highlights and progress from students who have completed the MC2C mentoring program, networking opportunities, and unique insights and strategies from industry thought leaders. So, if you're looking for your guide to success, you're in the right place. Now, without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career. And today we have a mentee success story. And I'm so excited for this story because not only is it an amazing story, but also because I've gotten to know Daniela or our guest, Daniela Avila Jaramillo, really well throughout the last couple of months. And I've really enjoyed getting to know her and just enjoying her journey. And so the fact that she's here today, talk about her story and how she landed an amazing job with Microsoft. It's super amazing. And so, Daniela, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I know that you weren't feeling well. So how are you doing? How's everything? Hi. Hi, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, I'm feeling good. I've been sick like uh, the past two weeks, but I'm good. It's not COVID. Um, but I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. No, I am so excited. Thank you so much for agreeing to come share your journey because I think it's, um, it's a really interesting journey. And I think it's something that is actually more common then it feels when you're actually in the other side and you're applying for jobs and you feel like, why is it not working for me? Why can't I get a job? And I think when we, every time I talked to you, I felt like you felt like sometimes like giving up and I know that you're almost there. And so the fact that you ended up with such a success story, it's makes me feel so happy because it, it is, I truly believe if you execute and you follow the steps and you network, you build relationships, you show your potential to the companies, you will ultimately get success. And there's a lot of things that we can't control, right? Like we yeah. can't control COVID. We can't control how the market is, but there's still a lot of things that we can't control. So I would love for you to maybe start off with you know, telling your story when you graduated. Um, tell us a little bit about you know, what you did in college because you had some amazing internships and tell us what your plan was once you graduated. Okay, yes. Of course. So I graduated uh, last December, December 2019 from Georgia Tech, and I studied computational media. So it's not a very common major. And um, it's a combination between computer science and human computer interactions and user interface design. So that's what I really like. And um, so I graduated last year and I, I was blessed and had the opportunity to enter two amazing companies uh, on, on 2018. I was at Twitter as uh, a so software engineering. And in 2019, I was also a software engineering intern at SurveyMonkey. And awesome experiences, a lot. I learned a lot. And I'm really, really um, um, grateful for those. 
And uh, while I was graduating, I was not, uh, I didn't have a job lined up because I wanted to stay uh, where I live right now in Atlanta. And I started um, applying to jobs and I had uh, uh, some interviews, but I felt that I was not prepared um, enough. So eventually I graduated without a job. And um, after that, I went back to Colombia for the holidays. That's where I'm from. And um, I was just trying to um, like um, enjoy the, those uh, times with my family and my friends. So I, I was not paying attention a lot to my career. And then when I got back the next year, I started applying again. And that's where COVID happened. So uh, I was in some um, process, in, in, yeah, I was in the process with some um, companies and they, they just uh, stopped uh, the hiring process because of the virus. So eventually I was like getting really frustrated that uh, I was not getting interviews and callbacks and um, that's where I decided to join uh, the academy. Um, let me, let me, let's, before we talk about like, at what happened after COVID and everything yes. like that. I, I want to ask you a question. Like, did you start looking for a job after you graduated or did you even start before? Or like, how did, what were your, what were you thinking in terms mm -hmm. of your career? Like in certain, in terms of searching for a job, was it before okay. or before you graduated or after you graduated? It was both. I was uh, looking for a job before graduating. I was going to career fairs, to conventions, but I was getting really stressed out with school, uh, finals, midterms, and projects, and also interviewing. So I'm a software engineering, and technical interviews are really stressful. And there are like five um, interviews back to back, all of them technical. You have to, they give you a problem and you have to code something like on the fly. And it's really stressful. Um, so I was getting really um, overwhelmed. So I was not applying enough. And I was trying to uh, have my time to um, prepare, but just, uh, yeah, I was not applying enough. So I was not having a lot of opportunities. And then it, after, yes. No, go ahead, go ahead, keep going. So after graduating, uh, the same. So I was applying online, everything online. I was not uh, networking. So it didn't, I didn't have enough callbacks. Got it. And so um, you, you mentioned that after like, you know, what, you decided to join the academy what were some of the things that you know like how did your job strategies change from before you joined the mentoring program mm -hmm. to after you were in the mentoring program a lot so before i was applying online i was uh, mainly doing like linkedin um posts and just applying and even doing the uh apply it's like online. easy apply Fast? yeah easy yeah, apply yeah, yeah. that so i was doing that uh i was not even going to the um to the company's page. I was not doing research about the company. I was not trying to connect with employees at the companies, like nothing like that. So after uh, joining, I like learned all these things, uh, thanks to you, thanks to all the videos that you have in the academy. And um, I was trying to understand how the hiring process works, actually how it works. Before I didn't know anything. I was just, I was a student applying online. And you gave me that knowledge of how the hiring process work. And um, be, seeing that, the other side of um, that process made me 
like realize that I have to do all these things that you um, teach us. So for example, the first thing you do is like self-assessment. That's a, uh, I think is really important because um, there's a saying, can I say it in Spanish? Yeah, say it in Spanish. I'll try to translate. Not the best okay. translator, but we'll do it. So um, the saying is like, if you, si, si tú no sabes a dónde ir, cualquier bus te sirve. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's something similar. Yeah, if you don't know where you're going, any bus works. Like any bus of transportation, right? Uh -huh. Yes, so exactly. So you have to know what you want, wh where you're going to know what strategies to apply. Right. Um, I think that that was really important to start with that. And then uh, the networking part, or, like, really helped me too. I was not, I'm, I'm really shy. <laughs> I think I'm shy in terms of networking and just... Uh, like cold research and um, just like if I am in, a, in, in a, um, like a real fair, it's really, for me, it's really hard to go to a person that I don't know anything about and just talk. So um, that networking part really helped me and uh, to understand that it's actually not just uh, reaching out and you, it's about um, provide value for them and so they can provide value to you. Right. And I think that's something that we, we miss so much because like the biggest thing I see college students do is they might be utilizing LinkedIn, which is a great step. But the first thing they say is like, hi, I'm Daniel. I'm looking to, for, to work at Microsoft. Here's my resume. Can, can I get a referral? And it's like, you added yeah. no value to them. Like, exactly. why would they go and refer you to it? Yes, exactly. And through that process of networking, I have, uh, I've been able to meet really awesome like people um great at what they do um and it's really inspiring i i got the opportunity to talk to a lead engineering woman colombian that uh in paypal and she's really really um interesting to know what their journey is and uh what um like what um consejos <laughs> sorry advice yeah advice, advice. what yeah. advice they can provide to you and i think it's, it's really amazing Hey, you made it to the middle of the episode. Let's take a break to tune in to how one of the mentees used insight from Daniel and the Master in College to Career Academy to help them take steps towards their dream job or internship. Hi everyone, it's Tiffany and I just got a new position as a packaging graphic designer for our home decor company in New York City. Believe it or not, I was able to get this job in the midst of a pandemic and it's all thanks to Daniel and the Master in College to Career Academy program. I've learned everything from staying connected with industry professionals, rebranding my LinkedIn, and even interview prep through with this academy. So definitely go sign up. You don't have to go through your job search alone. And there is a network of other students looking for their dream job and industry experts waiting for you. This student's testimony is just one of thousands who have landed a position in their dream career. So if you're interested in joining the Academy alongside these successful mentees, schedule a strategy call with Daniel today at www.masteringcollegetogareer.com forward slash strategy call. And now let's get back to the episode. So ultimately you went through, you know, you went from going and doing actually typical what most college students do. You, you go to career fairs, you find yes. uh, jobs that uh, you meet the minimum qualifications for and you mm -hmm. start applying and you think that the more you apply, the more you increase your chances of getting yes. hired. And, um, and then you go in and you join the academy, you, you see that 
the right, uh, gain some more clarity, having narrowed down your job search and saying, okay, not what job do I meet the minimum mm -hmm. qualifications for, but which one would I actually see myself building a career on, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yes. So before I was applying to companies, like I, I realized this after I was applying to companies that I didn't even know that it, like, first, I didn't even know they exist. Two, I, like, I don't really like. And yep. I was like, imagine, if, what if I had that job in that company? I will be, like, miserable. I will be so sad. And you would have took it because that was the only offer you have. And it's yes. during 2020 where you're, there's so much uncertainty. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, right. definitely having that top 10 companies uh, is really important because um, it's your life. You have to be happy uh, with the job you, you're going to do mm -hmm. for a couple of years. So, tell us how you ended up in Microsoft. Yes. So um, I, I, I was, I actually interviewed in Microsoft for an internship, I believe in 2019. And uh, I got to the final round. I got, I was able to go to Seattle and meet the, um, to the headquarters. It was really cool. And um, I didn't get uh, past that round. So I actually was in contact with my recruiter. I was not in like personal contact because I didn't know that it was like that you networking. Keep in contact. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, exactly. So at first I was like embarrassed to just uh, pop in her email again, like randomly, but I still do it. I still did it. And um, I did that and I was able to uh, start the process again for a full-time position. So I was in that process. I was in, I also end up in the final round. But um, I was also attend attending events, like you encourage us to do, like attend events and network with the people afterwards. So I, I attend an, a Microsoft event and I reach out to uh, the speakers and tell them like, it was great, I learned a lot and all of that, like uh, being more personally to each one of them. Some of them didn't reply, <laughs> some yeah. of them did. And one, one actually replied to me and start a com we started a conversation. And, Before um, you go there, I want to make sure, like, I explain the psychology of what's going on and why this works so efficiently. So, okay. one, when you were when you reach back out to the recruiter in which you've had or made the final round of the interview, you were already a top candidate, right? And so, if you're making it to the final round, whether it's a full time job or an internship, that means that the recruiter has given you the green light, and now the final decision is now done by the hiring manager, right? So when you didn't get the internship, it wasn't because the recruiter didn't think you were talented. It just, it meant that there was other talented people and somebody else got the job over you, which yeah. is fine. But understand that if you got to the final round, the recruiter likes you. If not, they would have never moved you forward. Huh. And so also understand that their job is to bring good talent. And so they've already assumed that they already think you're good talent. So when you go back and reach out to them, you're actually doing them a favor and making their job easier because they don't have to continue vetting True. other candidates that they don't know. And they can actually go talk to someone that they already do yeah. know their background. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. And then the second thing you were saying and how you met with the speaker and connecting with the speakers, oh, yeah. a lot of times people who go and speak at these events is not part of their job. They're doing it for extracurricular. Yes. It's an extracurricular. And so the fact that you're validating their efforts of going and speaking mm -hmm. and you're actually providing value to them. And so I'm so glad that you actually did that. And he replied. So then what happens yes. next? And definitely because he actually was um, the decision maker 
like the DM that you always talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, he was like the lead of engineering of the South, something like that. He was really like on top level. And um, yeah, we started a conversation. He, he asked me what I wanted to do, all of that. And that was a Saturday. So it was not his job. He was like extra hours on a Saturday talking to a student. And um, he, at the end, he was like, um, do you want to do a problem for me? Uh, and I said, of course, <laughs> I was not going to miss that opportunity. And uh, he sent me a, a problem to code. And okay, I did it a couple hours and sent it back to him. And I, I felt that that was the opportunity to give him my uh, portfolio, my uh, potential proof potential document. Proof document. Yeah. yeah, that you, that the academy also um, encouraged you to do uh, to put all your like portfolio and all your achievements and why you want to work on that company, all of that. So I did that and I sent them those two things. He was really impressed and he he told me apply online. Uh, he sent me the link because you still have to be in the system, and I did that. And actually. A funny thing is that I was actually rejected for the ATS because one of the questions was, um, do you have at least two years of experience? And of course I said, no. And he, he went, he reached out to me, he back, he'd go back to me and said like, you just put yes on that part. And um, so I did, I was in the, in the system and I got the opportunity to have another final run at Microsoft. So at this point I had two opportunities at Microsoft. So, um, uh in case Wait, hold on. Work. i, I want to go slow slower because this is so okay sorry is, you're saying it's so it's such an amazing story look she had already applied for microsoft and the atms which is the applicant tracking system had already put her in the discarded pile because it, she, it didn't meet the qualifications that they were looking for but she was able to connect directly with the decision maker and the decision maker Notice that she could do the job even if she didn't have the two years of experience that they were requiring. And so it's not that she's getting the job without being able to do it. No, she still did the problem and she still was able to pass the technical aspect of it, but she didn't have like the, the two years exactly on paper, which she was able to overcome by going directly with the decision maker. And that is the key here, especially when you want to work for a top company that get thousands, if not tens of thousands of applicants, you have to get yourself a, a better chance than just applying online. That's like trying to become rich, like just playing the lottery. And so I'm so happy that you're sharing this because I, it really does give a good example of how even if you don't have everything that the job descriptions ask for, you can still get the job. Yeah, definitely. And so what happens next? So you have two final interviews. Two final interviews. Uh, I went like I did all, like, both of them. One, I didn't get it. Uh, but uh, the happy end story, it was the other one. I got uh, an offer letter for, from so Microsoft. Did you get it from the networking event or from your former recruiter? No, actually it was for the, the first one. <laughs> from the recruiter? Yeah. yeah, for the recruiter. But um, the, um, the person that, that I was talking with, he went back to me and said, I'm sorry you didn't pass, but it was really uh, great to meet you. And he actually, I felt like he was really sad that I was not, uh, I didn't pass the, the test, the, the, that round. But um, when I got the offer, I contact him and when I like told the news and he was really happy and he said that we should meet whenever he, he was here in Atlanta. Look, and, and this is what is, it, it's so important, the, the relationship building part, because look, you didn't get the job with, with him, 
right? Yeah. But like how I think this story will go full circle when the guy is looking to add somebody to his team and then he goes and says, hey, Daniela, are you, you want to come work for my team, right? Like, and I think it goes full circle and about the relationship building. And now, you know, somebody very senior in yeah. Microsoft because of it. And, um, and so I think it's, it's, it's amazing how you were able to go back and, and network either from your old connections and even the new ones that you were creating. And that was your way to generate a lot of traction and getting in a job with such a competitive company like Microsoft, because that is one of the, if not the toughest, like top five hardest companies to get a job in. And you got to two final interviews and both of them were through the networking, not through applying online. True. Yes. Yeah. So Daniela, you are awesome. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for not only coming in here and sharing this message, but also for all you don't know, like Daniela actually, like she helps a lot of, helps me a lot and our team a lot. And it's a peer mentor within the, uh, the mentoring program. And she does a lot of like, she, she's the one who started the whole Slack community. So, um, and I think <laughs> yeah. that's probably one of the biggest things we've done this year in the community that people enjoy the most. And so I actually want to publicly thank you so much for helping mm -hmm. us start the Slack community um, and just creating such a fun uh, environment for everybody mm -hmm. to be uh, connect with each other, network and be vulnerable. Yes. So you're awesome. And for <laughs> everybody so else listening, uh, thank you guys so much and catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. You've been listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. In an age of short attention spans, this speaks volumes about you. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think that the podcast deserves. Until next time, catch you guys on the next episode.